Hey, Jonathan, it's me, your new stepdad. No. I just want you to know that you don't have to call me dad yet, but I'd prefer if you did. I'll never call you dad. That's okay. You're not my father. <sighs> I don't know where I was going with this. Uh, you got any taglines? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to be like, you don't have to call me dad, but you have to tell me a tagline. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I was, I was, I was like, really like, ah, I'll get one. I'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, I give up just like a normal stepdad would. <laughs> Damn. Hell yeah. Who am I here? Why? Am I here? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the "Who Am I Here" tagline was on the poster. Oh, it yeah. was a, it was a way bigger thing than it turned out to be in the movie. Like it, it was it was in trailers, it was in uh, commercials for it. Uh, it. This "Who Am I Here" kind of thing. I do like when it comes up in the movie. We'll talk. About it's a it. it's a cool reveal. Yeah, but it's something that. They made it seem like he was always going to be asking that when he was in the mirror or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it didn't really pan out that way. So next, he's a family man with an axe to grind and wield. They should have stopped it at the the axe to grind grind because it sucked before (laughs) and and wield just made it worse because does not use an axe in this film once. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) That'd have been cool if he did. It hardly uses anything on anybody, but I really want one that says "Come to Daddy." <laughs> <laughs> well, you get one that's close. Oh hell yeah, Daddy's home, and he's not very happy. No, no, no. That's that Will Ferrell movie <laughs> with Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we're talking about today, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Daddy's home. <laughs> Three. <laughs> this time, John Lithgow's in it again. <laughs> he murders everyone. <laughs> Sits in the bathtub. <laughs> An all-American family, he'd kill for it. That's pretty good. Sure. Yeah. He wanted a perfect family in a perfect town, but they couldn't measure up. Neither could the others. <laughs> Too long. <laughs> I knew you were going to do it. <laughs> is, is, yeah, people need to stop putting like the taglines from the VHS box because <laughs> like, it's just so long. Jerry Blake loves taking care of the family. <laughs> Too long. What do you, no, it's, I didn't even finish it. <laughs> I know. It wasn't going to be. Like, <laughs> okay, go ahead. Jerry Blake loves taking care of the family. Any family. That just means he's just, he's a caring guy. <laughs> it just makes him sound like a nice guy. Anybody that'll have him. <laughs> I just love helping families. <laughs> Jerry Blake is homeless. <laughs> Jerry Blake in The Nice Stepdad. Ba, 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 ba. Meet Jerry Blake. <laughs> a man who will take care of a family. Any family. Hey. Anybody that will have him. Hey, kiddo. It's me, your stepdad. Wow, I love you, Jerry. <laughs> oh, end movie <laughs> Come from Sony. <laughs> from the Sony people pictures. that brought you on the Men emoji in Black, movie, Interme- International. <laughs> uh, that's topical. <laughs> yeah, join us next week for Men in Black International. <laughs> <laughs> the truth from Sony, the people who brought you Men in Black International and thought about giving you Dark Phoenix <laughs> 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 comes 
a superhero tale of a different mortal coil. <laughs> The stepfather. Oh, he's a superhero? <laughs> uh, yeah, he's a super dad. Oh, I see, I <laughs> yeah. see, I see. <laughs> anyway, let's go. Um, what sweater will he kill you in? No, I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> I got you so good. This movie does really like the beige color tones. <laughs> he just likes to wear sweaters. Yeah. Just constantly. That would... That, damn. Sweater vest, sweater... <laughs> Hire us, Hollywood. <laughs> I got you. With no reported budget, an opening weekend USA gross of a limited release of $260,000, and a total USA gross of $2.4 million, with male nudity, female nudity shower scenes, three dead bodies, girl fights, scenes of sex, two-by-four bludgeonings, car explosions, telephone beatings, kitchen knife stabbings, Mirror shard stabbings and multiple gunshot wounds with three deaths in total, a 6.8 on IMDb, and an 88% on Rotten Tomatoes, making it a certified fresh. Uh oh. Oh no. <laughs> it's 1987's The Stepfather. Let's drop some bombs. I don't want you here. Get out. No place to go. I don't care about that. This house is for a family. You know what I mean? A family? Home sweet home? All that crap! Hey, you know what I'm saying? Why is it you wait for me to get out! You omnipotent super beings from some other dimensional planet? Hit <laughs> it! Welcome to Bombs Away, the only podcast recorded inside a projection booth. My name is Jonathan Young. Joining me inside the studio, as always, is... The stepfather you always wanted, but your mom married that dick across the street, Tyler Rowe. Does anybody ever want a stepfather? Yeah, if you have no dad. Oh, damn. Yeah, we're getting sad. That's here. deep. <laughs> <laughs> If you have no dad. <laughs> and she married a guy named Rick. Damn. <laughs> Shut up, Clyde. <laughs> Fetch me another Natty Light. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, just before we kick off this episode, I just want to give a couple reminders. So, first off, June 29th, 7 o'clock, the Frida Cinema. We are doing Nightmare on Elm Street 2. Come out and have a great time. I did it. I'm doing it on purpose now. Now you are. Yeah, yeah. Last yeah. episode it was accidental. Right, right. Now right. you're leaning into it. Yeah, of course. Uh, so, yes, please come out. Join us for Nightmare on Elm Street 2 live with special guest. Uh, we are going to have so much fun with this one. We are going to celebrate Pride Month the way it was meant to be. With a horror movie. <laughs> with a horror movie. Uh, with gay sexual overtones. Yeah, overtones, <laughs> not under. No. Yeah. Uh, so please, if you're in the Southern California area, please join us for the next live show. That is June 29th, and that is at 7 o'clock. Tickets are found on our new link at Linktree. Slash bombs away show. That's linktr.ee slash bombs away show. 
Speaking of Linktree, also you can go there so that you can pick up an official Nightmare on Elm Street 2 t-shirt or mug or pillow or any type of merch that you can get our new logo for Nightmare printed on. Underwear. No underwear. Sorry. They don't have that on? No, they don't have underwear. T Public, get with I it. I don't think T Public wants those returns. <laughs> <laughs> I do. <laughs> Send them to me. Yeah, but seriously, you can get notebooks, handbags, like I said, pillows, tapestries, wall art, stuff like that. All with that logo and many other logos. We have the ICS logo from Running Man. We just put up today. If you're hearing this today, we just put up two prom night centric uh, new T-shirts. One uh, dedicated to episode 51's prom night 1980, and then another one dedicated to the new prom night that we just put out, and then another one that I'm working on right now, a uh, more disco logo. What? Yeah, a lot of prom night stuff. I think if I can get to it in time, we're going to have a stepfather one. Hell yeah. Right? All based on his uh, e- American Eagle Realty sign. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's going to say American Eagle Realty, who am I here? Nice. Yeah. Like it. Easy. <laughs> uh, so you can get all that kind of merch and you can wear it, support us, show your love for Bombs Away by wearing it out to a live show. And you can get all that at also our link tree. Link tree. Slash bombs away show. That's okay? link tr dot ee slash bombs away show, and that'll be the sec- second link in. It'll say bombs away merch. Yes. Okay. So, also coming up, do not forget next week is the return to Newcom High, but not the movie Return to Newcom High. We're just going back to Newcom High with Class of Newcom High Part Two, Subhumanoid Meltdown. Kick-ass song. Yeah. Uh, That one's going to be crazy. I hope that you guys get a chance to check this out. Also, have you guys watched Prom Night 2 yet? It was on YouTube. I told you to watch it. It's on Amazon. Yeah. It's amazing. Please go watch it. These are all these great things that you guys can experience. Also coming up next week is another Staff Picks. It's going to be Nightmare on Elm Street 1 just to get ready for Nightmare 2. So much going on, guys. Uh, we're really treating you, and it's all because we're building up to our two-year anniversary next month. What? What? I can't believe I've been here that long. Yeah, it's weird. It's almost like you were never here. I know. <laughs> I wish it was the case. It's almost like there's like over 100 episodes that I'm going to need you to watch so we can do again. Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes uh, to me. It's like this desk is buried on top of the Indian burial ground of the ghosts who came before me. <laughs> <laughs> no! <laughs> you you moved the desk but didn't move the bodies? <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> I was just trying to build a pool. <laughs> this studio is clear. <laughs> All right, let's go. Stepfather. Happy Father's Day. Yes. Jonathan, Happy how are your Day. kids doing? Um, I can't have any. And <laughs> that's a guess. I don't know. Wow, that was a revelation <laughs> in, within itself. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that was sad. Yeah. That's... I was just asking Carly about that recently. I was like, do people just, do you just go? Or if you can't have kids, then you go and you see if you can have kids. What do you mean go? Like go to the, the people who tell you like, that penis no good. 
Oh, well, yeah, if if I guess after a while if you've been trying trying. Yeah, then yeah. you go and they're like, "Oh, uh, yeah." My 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 um my close friend. Um uh, I'm not going to say their name, but um <laughs> uh my close friend is is going through that and and um I don't know which one, but uh she has to take the shots and stuff Oof. like that. Um and uh, yes, they're they're now expecting. So congratulations to them. And congratulations, Jonathan. Yeah, what? Jonathan is his close friend. He's pregnant. <laughs> yeah, I juniored it. <laughs> um, Gross. <laughs> Who let that movie happen? <laughs> My baby. My baby. <laughs> I can feel it kicking. I can feel it inside of me. <laughs> I'm going to ruin California. Ah, <laughs> uh, looks like you got plowed. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Dana DeVito and uh, Schwarzenegger in another movie. <laughs> I would wish they'd do a third movie together. Yeah. That'd be great. Dude, that'd be sick. Triplets. Triplets. It's them and then Chris Rock. Oh. <laughs> Gotta throw someone else in who absolutely doesn't look like them. <laughs> I I just went through my brain going like, can I do a Chris Rock impression? And then the other half of my brain was like, just don't. Do <laughs> yeah, it. no, don't. <laughs> this is gonna come out sounding like Chris Tucker. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. It just would come off probably racist. That's fine. <laughs> so, um, yes, stepfather, and um, yes, that's probably what's gonna happen to me one day. <laughs> you are built to be a stepdad. <laughs> He's the cool one. No. No, I'm just going to kill them all one day. <laughs> well, spoilers. As, as angry as I've been getting off caffeine lately, where I'm just like, what? <laughs> you did what to my non-special edition Star Wars DVDs? <laughs> Shout out to those kids that are probably in their early teens now. Oh, yeah. They're almost uh, graduated. High school? Yeah. You're old as fuck. No. <laughs> well, they were already like, uh, like one was entering middle school when I met them. So, and how long ago was that? So like, like 10 years ago. Jesus Christ, you're old as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, shout out to those kids. <laughs> Good job. You've permanently scarred Jonathan. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so stepfather. Yeah. You ever been a stepfather? <laughs> no, Carly has a stepfather. We clearly don't want to talk about this movie. <laughs> no. Here's the thing, folks. This Th movie's not bad. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> I picked it because I know that part two and part three are ridiculously bad. Well, they're they're ridiculously bad based completely on the premise of the fact that when the movie ends, you're like, they can't make <laughs> another one. They killed him. <laughs> so dumb. Well, this this movie follows the same logic as like Michael Myers by like part four. Yeah, <laughs> you're like that fool was shot in both eyes and burned alive. Nah, but the third film was so good, so they had to make him for it. That that third film is literally they're out to do whatever they want, and they were like, ah, nah. I love part. I love number three so much. <laughs> Turn off your TVs. Turn off your goddamn TVs. And then they solve the problem instantly. Yeah. Never, nobody knows what happened. And then that girl bishops him. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. So uh, this movie starts. the The opening scene is is the best scene. You, this, yeah. The, the The other thing about this movie that admittingly makes it boring. It actually, outside of it not even being a bad movie, it is kind of just boring. 
because it's you're waiting for a big buildup is that it's really well shot mm-hmm. but not interestingly shot no it's just shot yes yeah it is like there's really good shots in it and it's all well composed and all that kind of stuff but it's just kind of like uh you do see his dickle in this scene though <laughs> did you go back and watch so you could see it no i didn't you, you told me about fucking it but, lame-o. Well, uh, what, because if if I if I had sat here and been like, yeah, I went back back to watch the scene, you'd be like, you went back to watch a dick. No, I would have high five. Yeah, you, you. would have. <laughs> I um I watched this with Carly and her sister. Oh no, yeah, Stephanie. We, yeah, we sat yeah. down and we watched it. Um, and Stephanie and Carly were both like, is that his dick? <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> and then he's like, that was like, oh man, I must have missed it. And then he turns again, you see it in the mirror. <laughs> and I was like, that's his dick. There you go. Also, those for those of you that don't know, this is um. This is the guy from Lost. The guy from Lost. Right? The one who gets lost. <laughs> Real so <are> we. lost. <laughs> well, what I what I find interesting, before the before we see this scene, um the 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 soundtrack for this movie is all over the place. All over the place. Well, because like the It's theme, a Terry O'Quinn. The that's it. Yeah. John Locke. So the theme music, or at least the opening credits, is like is like theme music that you'd be like the stepfather. He's available for fairs and children's birthday parties. Yeah, may take on multiple personalities at your own party. This movie also suffers from Vaseline lens. Yes, like everything's so soft focus and everything like that. Mm-hmm. But yes, the music is weird in the yep. opening scene. I was like, what is this movie? So the opening scene is like. Um, it is a, sh- a shower kind of scene. It's a foggy mirror, and then you find out that Will Forte killed his entire family. <laughs> <laughs> it looks just like Will Forte He's when like, he was in The Last Man on Earth. Stop canceling my shows! <laughs> <clears throat> That's what happened. He just had one too many show canceled, and he's like, I can't do anything else with that Christian shop. He's like, you, you. <laughs> he's like, you guys, please. <laughs> MacGruber wasn't meant to be taken seriously. <laughs> the guy's name was Kunth, for God's sake. I was fucking a ghost on a gravestone. <laughs> Yo, I love that movie. When he puts the celery in his butt, so good. Um, yeah, he definitely looks like he has a thick beard, and um, you don't really know what's wrong in the beginning. You just think, oh, it's just a dad getting ready for his day. Yeah, but you also like you know that you there's a sense of dread. You're like this guy, you know, just because of the movie. I, it's one of those things where maybe not. If you went into this movie blind, you were like, what's this movie about? It's just yeah. drama. The guy's going through some stuff. Yeah, maybe. Well, see, here's the thing, and and, and we're going to get to this point next, is that um, I knew about this movie. I've never seen it, but I knew a lot about it um, going into it. uh, I was not anticipating the brutality of what had occurred with him in this house. This is actually the movie I wanted to watch. That one? This one. Yeah. Yeah. So he takes a shower. mm Mm-hmm. He shaves his beard. Yep. Cuts his hair. Cuts his hair. Makes a perfect neckline in the back. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how that's possible. The stepfather too. The barber shop. <laughs> now he cuts hair. <laughs> yeah, but he goes down the stepfather this... too. Back in the cut. <laughs> um, he goes down the stairs 
and there's blood all over the walls. There's blood smeared on the walls. And this is your first hint at any type of like, uh-oh. And he's just, he's got a clean press suit on. He's got a suitcase like he's gone for work. He kind of like, I think he p- fixes a picture frame. Yeah, a picture's crooked with blood all over it. And he's yeah. just like, <laughs> and then leaves. And as he closes the door behind him, the camera stays in the room. And we see uh, not one, but not two, but three people dead. And one of them is a child. Yep. Which is pretty intense. Two of them are children. Two of them are children. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Bloody, gory scene, right? Yep. I didn't see a dog, but that's crazy. I don't know. I think I made that up. Sure, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it is. Yo, yo, what happened to that dog in the movie? (laughs) I kind of forgot, too. Right? We'll get to that. All right. (laughs) Um, He uh, so brutally murdered this Fingerprints? Nah, nah, nah. He's white. He got away with it. He just (laughs) changed his look. Well, that's what I'm, I'm weirded out about, where I'm like, okay, fingerprint... Forensic science definitely existed by then, right? Fingerprints? It wasn't perfect. It wasn't perfect, but I mean, for the amount of chaos that's in this room, and the fact that it seems like when he kills other people later, there's no worry of fingerprints. Yeah, yeah. But you do need to remember that uh, Ted Bundy combed his hair a different direction and eluded police. (laughs) So... In the same Volkswagen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Ted Bundy's friends said, huh, Ted, they're, they're looking for a guy who killed a bunch of girls who drives the same car as you and his name Ted. That's wild. And he's like, yeah, weird. And then he eluded the police for another couple of years. So I think this guy got away with it. <laughs> Ted was like, walk over there and escaped twice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what got him? Fingerprints, actually. Yeah. Because he forgot his, his, his crowbar behind. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But yes, uh, he leaves the house. Ne- we never hear anything about this. Well, sure. we do hear about this family again. So he is on like a ferry, and he takes his suitcase, I guess, with his old clothes in it, which I'm like, why are you trying to even dispose of it? Who cares? Like, you did not care about these fingerprints we just talked about. No, just wash them out of right? laundromat, dude. So, so he's on a ferry, and he takes, and when no one's looking, he like pushes it over the side, and then it proceeds to float, and he's like, oh, god damn it! Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was supposed to sink! Also, someone saw that. <laughs> so yeah. there's no way no one saw you do well, that. Well, there's no way that it didn't just wash up the sh- up the shore. And some cool, some poor hobo was like, ah, cool, bloody clothes. <laughs> Gotta cover these with my bloody clothes. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, it's, it's good to have clothes that with blood on it that's not mine. <laughs> At least it's not feces. <laughs> um, At least the blood will dry. <laughs> but yeah, so... Um, so now, it's basically, it says one year later. Okay, I missed the one year later. Oh, really? And I was wildly confused. Well, it wouldn't even matter if it was one year later, considering what they um, they establish about him as a person and as a character and his M.O. as a killer is that he's already establishing his next lifestyle before he's already committed the crime of the last. Yeah, Right? So it would be, for you to be like, oh, I missed it, I could sit here and say it's perfectly believable that, like, one year is fine. Like, they had already probably been dating. But for you to even think, not see it, I'd been like, that'd be, that'd be okay, too. Do you know what would have been sick, though? If you went H.H. Holmes route and was just, like, had families everywhere. I didn't know he did that. I just thought he had a, a fun house. <laughs> Yeah, he did. I mean, kind of. No, yeah, he had um, 
he had families all over America. Uh, wow. Like I think he had like four families, and he used them as mo's, so he could be like, "No, nah, I was with my family in in like Texas." Wild. Okay. Yeah. So um, that would have been cool. They kind of start establishing that in the in this movie when he goes to that other house. Well, you know, this is all based on a an real, actual killer. a real story. Yes, right? an actual guy. Yeah, like which I I watched the uh, the America's Most Wanted on this. Yes, he was one of the first America's Most Wanted people wasn't he okay so it actually is based on a, a not i don't know if it's the first per se no i mean he's one of the earliest like to show up on that show like as an actual genuine like like killer 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 you know what i mean yes no i i, I know what you mean but um it, it it's just a very interesting thing because it's it's actually america's most wanted started like in the 80s right yeah but the case itself is like 1971. Yeah, it's an old case, which is weird too. Which is again that whole thing that like uh, America's Most Wanted does and um, Dateline does, where they dig up old shit to scare people. Well, yeah, because they they just need uh, what's it called? They need material, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's um, <clears throat> yeah, the this story is the true story is fucking wild. Yeah. No, the the true story is, and I can't recall. Oh, yeah, I got it. So, um, the 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 real killer is named John List. <gasps> That's you. Oh no, <laughs> they know. <laughs> <laughs> Just gone. <laughs> um, he he was a man from New Jersey that killed his family in seventy one, and he was on the run till nineteen eighty nine. Yeah. Right. So two years after this movie came out, and that's why it was on. America's most wanted, right? Because he was so, most wanted. What's crazy about him is that um, he killed his entire family, but he didn't. He didn't kill multiple families like in this, right? He. W- what happened is such a fascinating piece of uh, like kind of like American like serial killer history, where he um, he was going through a rough time, like financially, right? And so believed religiously that, like, financial burden was also a sin. Oh. Right? But somehow that that was more of a sin than murdering your family. Well, if you ask the government, they would say financial burden is a sin. That's so. true. <laughs> <laughs> Being poor is a sin. Fair. Um, and and systematically, his his mother lived with them in, like, in a big mansion, and she lived on the third story. So basically... One day he just decided, that's it. You know what? I'm not going to let them. I, I don't want them to live through this financial burden. Uh, I'm going to take a gun to the back of each one of their heads. Right? Oh, that's admirable. He's yeah. a good guy. Right. Of course. <laughs> right. And so the wife was at home. And, uh, well, first, first, and he told, he tells a whole story on this America's Most Wanted. After they caught him, they did like an update. Right. I I watched the whole thing and he sat there and it was very like just matter of fact about it being like I didn't want them to live through this. And so first I had breakfast with the kids and sent them off to school. Then as my wife was cleaning dishes, I put a gun to the back of her head. Boom. Done. Then I went upstairs and my mother was like, what's that? And he was like, I don't know. I was came to check on it and see if you've fallen or anything. (laughs) Did you shoot a gun again? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. 
Um, you know me and these 44 cows. I'm senile. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and then when she got, went up, he asked her to go get something across the room. And when she got up, he shot her in the back of the head. And then little by little, because each child was in a different. They are little. Damn. <laughs> little by little, because each child was in a different school. Um, each one was coming home. Oh, at different times. At different times. And as they came into the kitchen, like he would just boom and then drag them into the same room as the mother was, like the parlor, and then decided that um, he wasn't going to wait for the last one to come home. And he picked it, picked him up from school after the soccer game and then brought him home and did the same thing. But that child didn't die on the first gunshot. Oh. Ten more shots. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Right? So, um, and then put them all into the parlor, except for the mother, wrote a note to his pastor saying, I did it, right? And P.S., my mother's upstairs. She was too heavy to bring downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> Throw her over the banister. She's dead. Uh, God damn it. <laughs> um, and then just went on the run with different identities for, like, till 1989. 18 years. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. He's living that good life. So, I, I, you know, with people's fascination with serial killers and stuff like that, I thought it'd be a cool story for one, just to be like, there's a true story. Yeah. Right? No, yeah. This movie has, like, almost nothing to do with that story. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's like being like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre is based off of a true story. Yeah. It's like, uh, yeah, loosely. They both took place in Texas, I guess. Look at my hot wife. <laughs> what? Well, I was Rod Zombie. He didn't make Texas Chainsaw. No, but he, like, you know, based it off of that. A little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. More Manson, but that's okay. Sure. Anyway. <laughs> no, Um. yeah, so he's with his new family. Um. So first we're introduced to Stephanie, which is the 16-year-old daughter. 16. I'm going to. Hey, everyone, keep... store that back in your mental bank there. 16. 16? 16. Underage. 16. 16. Okay. That's a one and a six. That's 15 plus one. 16. That's two years under 18. Mm-hmm. And, and now we're also introduced to the mother. Okay? Yes, Susan. Susan. So, uh, mind you, his name, at least the person that he portrays himself to be in this reality, this family, is Jerry. So Jerry that's how Blake. we're going to refer Yes. To him, the, the movie is Jerry. Okay? Yep. So now uh, we're introduced to Stephanie and Susan, and they're they're playing in the the backyard, throwing leaves on each other, and Jerry comes home, and even for a serial killer, <laughs> he does some questionable things like that are just like – I mean, even if he wasn't a serial killer, you're like, that's weird, right? Yeah. Where – uh, he gives Stephanie a dog in order to bond with her, right? And he's like, "Do you think we can give Rex here a new home or whatever that the name he picks? She picks for him, Barky Wagster. Yeah, right. <laughs> and uh, she goes, "Yeah." And he puts his arm on her arm or like his hand on her arm and goes, "That's my girl." Yeah, real right? touchy. You're like, "Stop! Stop! 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 Stop!" Right? It's like, oh, is this a different stepfather movie than I was expecting? <laughs> yeah. Stepfather, colon, Lolita. Stepfather, colon, 
presented by Pornhub. I was gonna say it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Please stop it. <laughs> Stepfather trading daughters. <laughs> um. Yeah. It's he's has a very interesting relationship and with his daughter. And he strongly wants this bond. Yes, not not a like a fucking bond, like a like right. loving child bond. Okay, so that's that's the weird thing too, right? Is that he like he desperately as a character wants a family that's like perfect, like the perfect homegrown like example whatever it is in his head of a family. Which is wild. They almost make this character sympathetic. Yeah. Because he's a sick person. And then in the trivia, it said that there was actually a scene that was cut from the movie where it showed his his growing up life where he was abused. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And was, I thought you were going to troll me again. No, 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 no. No, they were, it was supposed to show that his he was like abused by his father and his mother, and that's why he was the way that he was, and that's why he wanted such a normal family. Mm-hmm. But the studio felt, rightfully so, I actually believe, that it... it put too much empathy from the audience onto him. Yeah, it's actually like why the Nightmare on Elm Street remake doesn't work. Yeah, um he still diddled kids. Yeah. That's not okay, <laughs> Michael Bay. <Yeah. laughs> hey, you know, well, you know, it's a Romeo and Juliet clause. Oh god, <laughs> clause. <laughs> ching, um, ching. I thought you were gonna say uh number five the one where you find out that Freddy Krueger's mom was like a nun and oh, yeah. like the, ravished the dream by... child. Yes. Yeah. God. Son of a thousand maniacs. Yes. Which is a really cool term way late into the series. Yeah, 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 yeah. But anyway, we'll get into all that next week. Hell, hell yeah, that's right. Um but what I do find extremely interesting is that they you, you're right, they did cut it and they did they be like no He's crazy. He's just crazy. Yeah, and it's like, that works really well. But I still do feel some sort of sympathy. A little bit. Not sympathy for his actions. Um, you feel sympathy for him as a character. Because he's all he just desperately wants a family life. Right? But that that's the weird part where I wish that he himself, through the movie, had been going to therapy too. And somewhere someone said, um, well, if you want a family, you got to work at a family. You know, and literally had that dichotomy of being like, maybe I won't kill these this one. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, <clears throat> and I would actually say that I disagree because the reveal, not reveal, but the big like, I don't even know how to explain it. The thing at the end where he's just like, oh shit, fuck it, and just like you know goes yeah, at I'm it not- is like so much more poignant without any like, because the whole without emotion, the whole movie is the build up. For literally the last 10 minutes. You're right. You're right. So, speaking of, the soundtrack then changes from, like, clown music to, like, an after-school special. Yeah. It's like... I think, and honestly, I think all of this is on purpose. This is an incredibly smart movie, and I think it's all done on purpose to lull you into a sense of security Mm -hmm. and kind of be like, oh, fuck, this guy changed. Yeah, but I don't, like... Anybody who's seen the trailer knows that that's not true. Like, I don't get that sense of security. No, I know, but it's it's trying to make you feel I like everything's so. okay until he's in the basement, like cutting wood all weird. <laughs> <laughs> so why are you wearing two shirts, Dad? <laughs> it's so 
fucking hot down here. <laughs> Why are you wearing a flannel and a flannel underneath it? <laughs> he was wearing a blue button up and then a, a like a checkered flannel. Like a, look like a fucking brawny man. However, I do have to say I had to explain that to uh to Carly and Stephanie, you wear clothes like that when you're cutting wood because the wood chips fly back and it'll it'll go on that and not your nice clothes. But oh, I thought you wore clothes like that just because you were dead. Basically, <laughs> hey, it's me. I'm your dad now. We got to go shopping at Marshalls. <laughs> <laughs> Sears is having a sale. <laughs> you guys want to go to Calgore? Calgore? Yeah, that was a store. <laughs> is that an East Coast thing? Or Calgate? I don't know. Caldor. Damn it. It's Caldor. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Caldor. I've heard of Caldor. <laughs> Calgore. I'm Calgore. <laughs> you guys want to go to the Bass Pro Shop? <laughs> I'm Calgore. Savings galore. <laughs> it's Caldor. We don't carry anything under a 3X. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Big and tall. Damn. Yeah. No, um, yeah. So... Uh, we're introduced to Jerry's actual career, or at least his career in this uh, scenario. He is a realtor. He's a realtor, yes. And what's weird is he's selling homes that he will plan to kill in later. <laughs> yes, and okay, so here's the thing. I, I Having him as a realtor was hilarious because it's like, you know, it would take like a sociopath to like be a realtor because it's just like... So, like, put on a face, like, oh, hello, yeah, this house is great. No, uh-huh. it doesn't have termites in the foundation. <laughs> no, I didn't kill anybody here. That's no, fine. I will not kill a man later. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so at the at first, I, I don't know why I, I jumped to this conclusion, but I thought he was selling his old homes. That's what I kind of thought, too, actually. I was like, oh, this is his old house. That's why he knows it so well. Right. But it's not. Right. I was like... Is he literally selling the house that he killed his old family in? Now, I'm legally obligated to tell you I murdered a family in this home. <laughs> He's like, damn. Oh, don't worry about it. But, okay, here's what's also weird about this is that, like, in this moment, the the it's a family that's viewing this home with him, and he befriends the little girl. And you can't just, like... Be swinging little girls of clients and befriending them out back while, like, the parents are checking out the home. Oh, yeah, and he says some weird cryptic shit to her. Well, basically, um, the little girl asks if he has a family, and he says, yeah, he has a little girl, uh, um, and, and she's in high school, right? No, he says she's about her age to oh, the little girl. I, I got it reversed, yeah. And then he's, she's like, oh, yeah, and he goes, oh, wait, no. She, he, like, gets his story mixed up, which right. is going to be... A constant thread throughout this movie of him just being like, oh, wait, that's not what's going on here. That's not this reality. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it's extremely interesting, but it's freaking weird. You can't just be like, you can't, okay, you can't look like him and be swinging little girls on a swing set alone. Yeah, no, this movie <laughs> really wants to hook you with like, yeah, he's a pedophile, and then it doesn't. Right? <laughs> um. So now... There's a scene. I there there's a there's a there's going to be a lot of stuff in this where I'm just going to jump a little bit. Yeah, it's, because it's it, all over. It's the all place. just establishing weird, creepy stuff, right? So I'm just going to jump to the weird stuff that like is commentable. Right? Yeah. So there is a scene where Jerry is watching Mr. Ed. God, <laughs> and he's just sitting there quoting it, right? And that's again a thing that's supposed to normalize him, right? But 
there's a weird thing that he says when Susan comes in the room. He's like, oh, God, I haven't I haven't seen this this show in forever. And then he says, and I quote, it wasn't until high school until I realized horses couldn't talk. Yeah, it's like and I was like, till high school? Oh, <laughs> you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> you're a weirdo and an idiot. Yeah. Hello, Wilbur, is what he, like, says after yeah. the horse says it. Yeah, it's it's weird. And and it's it's these moments where you said they're trying to humanize him, and you watch it, and you're like, he's genuinely enjoying the show. Like, it's not like he's, like, putting on act. Susan's not even no, in the room. No, he's genuinely enjoying it. Right? Yeah. So you're just like, oh, this guy, like, actually wants a family and is enjoying this. Because that's what I could not read perfectly. I was like, is he sociopath is he got multiple personalities or is he legitimately like trying his hardest to overcome his problems you know that he has and try to have a family and then it just builds up and he's just like fuck it again i think i think it's that i think it's that last one yeah and he's also actively in his mind trying to keep up with what act he's putting on that is true um next we're we're Introduced to Frank Jim. to Jim. Yep. Frankly, a storyline that I'm that's pulled straight from Friday Four. Yes, <laughs> yes. And frankly, I could do without. I I could do with it if it actually paid off. It doesn't, and that's the thing. That's it does a little bit, but here's here's the problem. He is there to give us a. It's exposition. Yeah, and he's there to give us a legitimate link to Stephanie, the stepdaughter's. Um, worries because oh, you're talking about the psychiatrist. Is that is that him? <clears throat> the Jim. Blo- it, Jim is the brother of the past family who goes to the cops. Mm-hmm. Yes. No. I'm saying is 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 because he talks with the cops and confirms everything that happens, and then Stephanie goes to the cops and they connect. Basically, is that he's there to mm-hmm. give like a, but a, they don't they don't ever and that's the problem. Yeah, is like why is he there? So, she could have just gone to the cops herself. So Jim, Jim is upset because the his his sister's killer was never caught. Oh, rightfully so, right? <laughs> yeah. So typical flair. Yeah, and uh, he's upset because they never that the case went cold. They never did much about it, and he's like, "Can you at least put the guy's picture in the newspaper?" Right and and run a story. So they ran a story, but they didn't put the picture in the paper. Yeah, they just put the guy's name. Yeah, and he was like, "You idiots! Like, you could have not put his name and just put the picture. That's more important." Yeah, yeah. But um, even then, Stephanie weirdly jumps to conclusions, like beyond what's normal. Yeah, she's like, "Oh yeah, I don't like my stepdad. He's weird. He's a murderer, and I know it." Yeah. Weird. Also, uh. Jim's reaction to them not putting the picture in the newspaper is like Nicolas Cage in um in the Wicker Man with yeah. the doll. He's yeah. like, "Why? Why? How did you put the picture in? Why did it burn? Why did you put the picture in?" <laughs> he is upset. Why did? How did it burn? How did it burn? <laughs> yes. Yeah, it is insane. It's like, yo, dude, I get it. Shit. Yeah. So, um. There, that news article does go out, and there is a barbecue that's happening uh, that Jerry has thrown for all his new clients that he sold houses to that are now his neighbors. Yeah. Right? 
And he does a speech and thanking everybody. This is the only time where I'm like, okay, the sociopathy here is like really slipping out with his like, he starts talking about how much he loves his new family and he starts tearing up. Yeah. And he's like, I just enjoy the party. And it's like, ooh, this is creepy as fuck. Right. He's like putting on these tears to get these people really in it. Like... It's scary. Or he genuinely might. I don't think so. You don't think so. I think at this point, he he's putting on a show. I think that that's the interesting part about this film, though, is that we could dissect that back and forth about the entire if he time. is. Yeah. Uh, and so they, a bunch of people are sitting around the table with Jerry. They're reading the newspaper, and they're like, "What could drive a man to kill?" And uh, <laughs> he goes, "Maybe they disappointed him." <laughs> Right, and I was like, uh, and and then he goes, "Hey, I thought this was supposed to be a party," and it's just like, it was until you said some creepy shit like that, Jerry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, hey, yeah, uh, Jerry, what the fuck did you mean? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I think Jerry's the killer. <laughs> <laughs> Who invited John Lovitz? <laughs> Baby, <laughs> no, yeah, for real. It's like, hey, uh, Jerry, can I, can I talk to you over by the grill? Yeah, 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 yeah. How's it going? How's it going? Yeah, hey, um, what the fuck was that? <laughs> what do you mean you're disappointed in people? Maybe she brought home a, a report card that had not enough O's on it. O's, Jerry? <laughs> yeah, oh, you don't know? <laughs> well, really quick, wait, is that a California thing? I think so, <laughs> yeah. When you're in elementary school, be below third grade, I know it was like 20 years for you. Um, It was more than that, but... uh, um. In, in elementary school, when you get a report card when you're under fourth grade, you don't get letter grades. You get O, S, and uh, N, I think. And it stands for Outstanding satisfa Satisfactory and Not To. God damn. They're just giving trophies away now, aren't they? Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> no, we had letter grades like everything else. Damn. In, yep. like, first grade, they'd give you yep. a letter game? Fucking grade? cry myself to sleep when I got that B in gym. Damn, you didn't even <laughs> you didn't even know there was other letters other than a C, did you? No, I got straight A's in elementary school for the last time. Oh, I see. <laughs> you were really good at coloring. I know what it was yeah. like back then. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't want to disappoint my dad. <laughs> <laughs> He'll kill you. Kill. <laughs> no, um, yeah, he says some creepy cryptic shit, and then nobody at that table thinks it's weird that he's just like, yeah, anyway. Well, they're quiet about it, but like, yeah. <laughs> hey, honey, uh, can you pull the Honda around? Hey, honey, grab the car, grab the potato salad, we're fucking out. <laughs> you know, Jerry, I was going to let you eat some of this potato salad, but then you got real fucking weird. <laughs> and you would have liked it. Cindy's potato salad is the goddamn best. She puts paprika in it. I know it's a little spicy for our complexion. It's blue ribbon, goddamn it! <laughs> Not that store-bought bullshit. <laughs> it wins the fair prize first place every year. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. No disappointment in our family. <laughs> I'm gonna kill that guy. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking kill that guy. What if this movie was actually a bunch of stepfathers and they fight each other? Oh, damn. Stepfather... Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Stepfather fight club. <laughs> Step... <laughs> Stepfather four. <laughs> fight club. <laughs> Stepfather four. Till death do we part. <laughs> 
I'm your daddy now. <laughs> Stepfather four, Thunderdome. Damn. <laughs> I'm it. fighting for your wife, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> you, I'm going to tag that tonight. You cuck. <laughs> 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 it's just like a miniature midget child on his shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. <laughs> I'm going to get that. I'm going to get that tail. Uh, so. That was weird. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yes. Now, what's also weird here is that, like, Stephanie grabs that article and she's immediately, like, she continually flip-flops on being like, I like Jerry. I don't like Jerry. I like Jerry. I don't like Jerry. Right? And he, Jerry isn't doing much to actually kind of deserve that. Yeah, no. Even um... in this moment now, he goes down to the basement, right, because he's he's – I mean, understandably freaked out about seeing the newspaper article, right? Yeah. It, listen, if your if your stepdad hangs out in the basement a lot, he's killing people. No, <laughs> no, don't say that because my dad did. <laughs> uh, I said stepdad. Uh, this is this is the uh, never mind. Uh oh. <laughs> I was like, this. There's nothing funny about this story. I'm not. I'm not gonna tell that. No. Um, he's down there talking to himself. Yeah. 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 Um, there's this weird thing where he's just down there and he's just like, oh man, gotta get it together. Gotta, 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 gotta fucking, I got you, but bitch, bitch, bitch. Right? And he's just banging on stuff. And Stephanie, who went to get laundry or something from the basement, is just in the corner, just like, oh shit. I gotta go. But then, if, if, if that it happens and then he, he sees her and catches her and, and honestly, the speech about him letting off some steam is the most believable thing. Like, if I was a child, yeah. I'd be like, that's fair, Dad. All right. You, you know, Stephanie, like, don't worry about it. Daddy was jerking off down here. <laughs> <laughs> well, he goes, you know, Daddy has, you know, has to let off some steam sometimes. You understand that? And she's like, uh-huh. Right? And honestly, I'd be like... Yeah, that's that's fair, man. Like these people are a bunch of assholes upstairs. Yeah, right. I don't even know why you did this barbecue, Dad. Me neither, Stephanie. And then the movie ends, and they actually love each other. Yeah, right. To be, I mean, to be fair, Dad, I didn't understand it. Like you already got them to buy the house. Yeah. Like, why'd you invite them over? Yeah. <laughs> Tell them to fuck off. They're not future clients. They're past clients. Every every past client is a future client. Damn. That's right. Okay. Always be closing. So now. So now we're introduced to the psychiatrist that Stephanie is going to. Yes. And what's weird about the psychiatrist is that they have been seeing each other since she was a like elementary school student. Yeah. Because he has a picture of the two of them on their desk later on that she finds after he's dead. Yeah, that's weird. Way weird. Your psychiatrist should not have a picture of you, right? Because there's a thing that she mentioned. She's like, my mom said that you're giving you're giving me sessions at a discounted rate. Why? And he's like, yeah, that's just something I do. I fucked your mom. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm trying to fuck you. Oh no, stepfather three, <laughs> the psychiatrist. I'm trying to be your stepdaddy. <laughs> yeah, right. But it's weird. It is weird. This, and, this and character unexplained. is again. This is another character that's like I would be much happier with. Her being a very savvy character, mm -hmm. akin to um the children in like it, like the new sure. the new it, sure, 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 just like goes to the library and figures this shit out instead of like 
these like weird threads of people that exist mm-hmm. who really don't serve much purpose. No, and he's just he's just talking her through it, being like, "Why don't you give him a chance?" and and that's about it. And yeah. then then they send uh, Will Forte's headshots in the mail. Yes, she contacts. <laughs> it's like a, it's a headshot. It is. Too. She contacts a um. She contacts a, a, a the univ- newspaper. Yes, yes. That that ran the story, and they send her the picture, and they send her the picture. But Jerry got intercepted the, the envelope too. He got the mail first, and for some reason, just immediately like assumed the worst. Like I, I don't. Well, no, it. I would say all it said was like the Washington Post. Well, no, yeah, but yeah. okay to his sixteen-year-old like. Stepdaughter, they're sending her. Maybe she applied in for a, an internship for I, I in a know, Manila envelope, though. Maybe, yeah. But uh, I, I mean, it can't be like here's the killer's photo on the front of it. But I don't know. Yeah, it's a little suspicious right? because she's been think, weird towards okay, him. I think I think it would have played out better if somebody would have hand delivered it to the door. Wait, did he instead of the mail? Did she say something to her mom already? She did. She said something to her mom already, saying that she thinks that's the guy in the newspaper. Yeah, but I don't think he overheard that part. He did. He overheard. No, her. she just said she over. She. I. I remember that scene, and and it, they. She were just like, but he's just weird and strange, and yeah, he just came in. At the, like you're not very normal either, you little bitch. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he's at the top of the stairs crying. He's like, <laughs> You know, Stephanie, words really hurt. <laughs> what the fuck is that smoke monster in the forest? <laughs> Where are my legs? <laughs> I don't know about the legs. Yeah, I don't. I think he's a quadru- or a, a, I, I, an amputee I've in the show. I've never watched the movie. I mean, the show. I Carly just loves that show. Yeah? Yeah. Because <laughs> so when this movie came on, she was like, <gasps> I was like, yeah. So um, Jerry intercepts the the photos, and then uh, the psychiatrist suggests that he's going to call Jerry and try to, to speak to him. So he calls the house, and and then Jerry's like, "Tell him I'm not here, and I'm never here." <laughs> like, and I was like, "Okay, that's and that's a clear sign too of just being like, you should probably tell the doctor he doesn't want to speak, and so he could stop calling. Yeah, and stop." You know, like, it's just not going to happen, right? But to me, that's still not a sign of being, like, psychopath. That's just, like, I, I'm i a man who doesn't want to talk to my problems, you know, with a psychiatrist. Yeah. You know? It is a little weird, though. It's it's only weird because it's like, Jerry, if you're trying to form a bond with this girl, then maybe you should get to the bottom of this part. Hey, Jerry, if you're trying not to be uh, labeled as a killer, maybe be a little less suspicious. <laughs> that would be cool. Yeah. <laughs> So the psychiatrist hangs up the phone with him and then proceeds to write on his desk. Just write on the wood. Yeah. (laughs) Which you're like, that's weird. But it actually turned out to be a clue later on that I don't believe anybody would actually find. No. (laughs) Because it just, all it says is Jerry Blake with the phone number on it. Yeah. And you're like, okay. So he was trying to get a hold of him. So he just wrote a phone number down. Yeah. I would never. Yeah. Right. Oh, Kurt Russell. <laughs> that's a that's a deep Disney cut right there. <laughs> uh, you got it now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I still don't know why he wanted me. <laughs> I was never summoned to the office. Damn. Damn. So now at this point, um, he is duped into 
meeting with the psychiatrist by the psychiatrist calling him, pretending to be somebody else and wanting to buy a house. Yes. They meet at a house to buy it. (laughs) And something happens in this scene that made me laugh really hard and then be like, oh, fuck, the implications of this scene are fucked up. He says to him, so you got a family? Yeah. As he's touring the house. And he says, no. And I forgot about this when we were saying what, what his intentions are with Stephanie. Right. He says, no, I'm a confirmed bachelor. Okay. You know what a confirmed bachelor is? Uh, somebody who has, like, the, I don't know, has a license that says single? No. <laughs> a confirmed bachelor is how people used to tell people, I'm gay. Oh, Okay. That's that was the way that people used to say, "Oh, he's a confirmed bachelor." Okay. So he says, "I'm a confirmed bachelor." Okay. <laughs> Jerry proceeds to say like this house needs a family with a mom and a daughter <laughs> and beats the man to death in the home. <laughs> this family <laughs> yeah, right. this house needs a family. You know a family? Not one that fucking gay <laughs> and then kills him. <laughs> He's like, damn Jerry, you commit a hate crime now too. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I remember being like, "Oh no." Man, I had no idea that it was like that. Yeah. Yeah, he does say he's a confirmed bachelor. Okay. Well, the weird part about this is that nobody in this movie seems to be able to get their story straight, and that's how this guy winds up actually getting killed. Right? Yes. So, the same thing happens where first he's like, "Yeah, I'm a confirmed bachelor," and then later on, um he keeps asking, he keeps probing Jerry. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, probe, probe. Um, he, he, <laughs> he keeps he keeps uh, asking Jerry questions to basically basically he's giving him a free psychiatry lesson on behalf of Stephanie, trying to figure him out. Yeah, right, and. Uh, Jerry's like, hey, are you trying to buy a house or are you trying to like know more about me? Are you interested in me? Yeah. Right? Goes back to that hate crime thing. Yeah. Right? And he's like, yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, my wife gets on me for that all the time. And he's like, wait, what the fuck? Yeah. Right? So it's another thing of being like, come on, dude. Like, just like you slipped up that easily. Yeah. Um, one thing I will say about the death in this scene um I greatly appreciate that it didn't take one hit from a two by four to kill this man. Right. Because it took a ton. It took a ton. But also, I'm like, what are you doing? You're killing. You couldn't have, like, walked out to the backyard or something and done it. Like, stabbed him. him in the home. Yeah. Just, there's got to be blood speckles everywhere now. In a house you are trying to sell. Right? And it was just like, yeah, let me wrap him up in this, like, paint paper yeah and and, then... <laughs> and drag him outside into the trunk and then and then set up an um, incredibly elaborate what are you gonna say uh, well, I, nothing you were laughing <laughs> uh because you have constructed lego as we're talking and the lego that is designed to look like us you have put what I know is your hair and face as standing up and me as a Lego figure on my knees 
sucking you off. <laughs> and then just planted it here <laughs> until I saw it. You were literally just like, I thought you were like, what? He put the body in the car. Big deal. <laughs> I did that a while ago. I forgot about it. <laughs> uh, moving on, folks. Mo- mo- moving on. Uh, one day we'll get that video in here. <laughs> um, he puts the body. Why in the- do I have a microphone still in my hand? <laughs> you're, you're always recording. <laughs> always be recording. Gotta get that. Gotta get that. Uh, Banaka <laughs> breath spray. Uh, anyway, <laughs> yes. Um, he puts the body in the car and he sets up an incredibly elaborate way of disposing of this body. Yes. He uh he takes and puts the psychiatrist into the driver's seat and then he stuffs a rag into the gas tank and he uh lights lights the rag and then puts the guy's foot on the pedal and then lets it drive off the cliff and then before it gets maybe 500 feet away from him. It just explodes. <laughs> just done. And then we're talking like a movie explosion, not like a it like it's like a huge explosion. <laughs> yes. The forest is on fire now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he just walks away from that, right? Proceeds to tell Stephanie that the psychiatrist died in a fiery car crash. <laughs> and they become closer because of it. Yeah, it's it's weird. Yeah. So, as this is happening, Jim, the brother of the the dead wife, right? Yes. Is running around town to his own like action synth soundtrack. Yeah, like a crazy person. <laughs> it's that's what it is. Yeah, it's cool. Right? And he's he's found a magazine with pages torn out of it in the old abandoned house where his his family died. Yes. Right? So now he's on the hunt for this same magazine at a library. To see what the pages were that got torn out. Yes. That is a stretch that somehow pays off for him. Yeah, also, um, hey, it's been a year. Someone would have cleaned that. It would have been gone. Well, not well, maybe because it still had police tape in the living room. That's, so why would it have it evidence? after a year? The case is clo- like cold but not closed and, and maybe they're they're the whole house is but but that's right, Jim. They said that Jim owns it now. Oh, and I guess he's just leaving it the way it is. Yeah, it's like, I love being reminded of my wife, my sister's <laughs> brutal murder. <laughs> that's weird. I'm gonna piece this thing together myself. Pepe Sylvia, Pepe Sylvia. <laughs> <laughs> I go to HR and I go, Carol, Carol. There's no goddamn Carol. <laughs> Charlie, don't have to worry about that. Because <laughs> we're all fired. Because we're all fired. <laughs> There's not a single goddamn person in HR. <laughs> there is, Charlie. There's there's plenty of people that work in this building. <laughs> they're all asking for the mail. That's all they're talking about. <laughs> Damn. Uh, yeah. So. <laughs> the stepfather in a, in a Pepe Silvia style episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm down. That'd be cool. <laughs> right. Um. Yeah. So he pieces together a very weird clue. <laughs> this house is a goddamn ghost town. <laughs> um. Yes. He pieces together a very weird clue to track down Jerry. Yeah. Meanwhile, we switch over and uh, randomly it's Thanksgiving. 
Yeah, uh, China and, Jump. And it's pointless. Yeah. It says, just shows that everybody is closer now. Yeah, he says Grace, which he's never done before, so that's weird. Yeah, because I'm like, I'm pretty sure you've said Grace before. Yeah, he's, he's, yeah it's it's a, it's a weird scene. Yeah, it's only there to show that everything's like fine now. Right, right. And then, so uh, Stephanie has a boy that she's interested in, and he takes her home on his motorcycle. Oh my god, this is insane. Because this is this is the turning point, right? Yeah. We just saw that everything's fine, she's closer because of the psychiatrist dying, and now they're closer at Thanksgiving, he like has the family he always wanted, and then Stephanie and this boy just have a goodnight kiss on the front porch. Like, a literally, we're talking like... Pecs! Tame for a... 13-year-old. Yeah. Like, it's like, yeah. Good night. Right? That I do love this. And he... Bursts and Jer- on the scene. Jerry bursts out the front door. Like and, uh, like Mary Lou. He just blows through the front yeah, door. He's just like, get the hell out of here, you son of a bitch! And he's right? like, whoa. She's like, Dad, I like this boy. And <laughs> Susan comes out and is like, what is happening? He's like, he was pr- practically raping her on the front no, porch. No, he didn't say practically. He says he was raping her. He just <laughs> says she's being raped. And he's it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Jerry, dial it back. We don't need to say the R word here. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then, um... She was, uh, and she says, "I wasn't. I like that." And like, he basically insults him. And then Susan doubles down, and like, and oh, this is so frustrating too because Susan's just like, "Don't talk to your father like that." And she goes, "He's not my father." And she's like, "He's your father now, and you'll respect him, right?" And then straight up slaps her in the face. Yeah. <laughs> and then Stephanie runs away, and then. And then she turns to Jerry. Susan turns to Jerry, and she goes, "All the process we, all the process that we made progress, with, progress, yeah, that we made with Stephanie is thrown away by you." And I'm like, "Bitch, did you not just demand that she call him her, her dad?" <laughs> yeah, that's a weird like flip around, right? <laughs> like... And Jerry just like walks out to the front sidewalk. It's just like, "Son of a bitch!" <laughs> <laughs> Keep it cool, Jerry. Just a few more days. Keep it cool, right? He is just. Completely just like, <laughs> right? So Jerry then, like this, it, the scene flips to the next day. And Jerry is like seen quitting his job. Yes. Right? I'm like, damn, this is real life. Yeah. <laughs> Quits his job as a realtor. They're all like, goodbye, Jerry. Good luck. Right? Then goes and proceeds to transform himself in the fairy bathroom. Yes. Right? Into a pedophile. Yeah, into a, <laughs> into a balding man. It's weird. And also, his hair was a hairpiece this whole time. He yeah. is a balding man? Yes. Yeah, right? that, that was a weird Puts one. on a fake pencil-thin mustache like he's French. He looks some, like, like a John Waters. Yeah. <laughs> he looks like uh, HRG's brother. <laughs> um, yeah, and he proceeds to go to a new neighborhood on the ferry. Mm-hmm. Gets a job Gets as an insurance salesman for death or life insurance. Yeah, and they're like, you have any experience? Like, oh, yeah, I just haven't done it in your county. And they're like, oh, that works for us anyway. We're <laughs> right. fucking morons. <laughs> He's like, uh, yeah, I like life insurance. That's And they're like, yeah, that's our one to sell. So even if you got skeletons in your closet, 
Yeah, we need you. They're like, anyway, what are your qualifications? Well, I am a serial killer. <laughs> We're insurance salesmen. We're bigger scumbags than you. Welcome aboard. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's weird because people are going to need the insurance after you kill them. <laughs> awesome. And then we're going to deny it. Welcome aboard. <laughs> um, yeah. And then he proceeds to kind of scout out a new family. Yes. Straight up, like, like already bought a home. Yeah. Did all this in like a day. Also, this guy's filthy rich, apparently. Apparently. I don't understand. Right? He's but just buying home and crushing milfs. Right? Straight straight up, yeah. Goes and is like, hi, I'm whatever his new name is. Uh, definitely not Jerry. Blake. Right? <laughs> Blake um, Jerry. Yeah, Blake Jerry. Um, and, and is like, I, I, I'm a single bachelor. I just moved next door. And she's like, cool. And he's like, yeah. Yeah, I'm horny. Yeah, pretty much, right? <laughs> oh. See, you're mowing your lawn. That means you don't have a husband, huh? Yeah, I'd love to see the stepfather. Like, like I know there was already a remake, but I'd like to see one like nowadays where it's just a bunch of MILFs. That'd be rad. <laughs> right? Brazzers, where's the parody? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every scene ends with a cum shot, and then he stabs her. Dude, Brazzers, where's the parody? Brazzers, get on it. <laughs> Call us. <laughs> Flies out to Miami. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, it's a bit of a uh, yeah. <laughs> it's it's wild that he's just like, all right, time time for another milk. But 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 okay. Here's the thing, because um, as this all is happening, and then Jerry's coming back to his old family, you know, the current one we've been talking about, yeah. with Stephanie and Susan. Um, Susan finds out that the jig is up because she calls Jerry at his job. I, I love this reveal. Because right? it's just so nonchalant. Yeah. She calls him at his job, and they're like, Mr. Mister Blake left a couple weeks ago. He hasn't worked here in weeks. Right? And she's like, hmm. <laughs> it's the, the calls are coming from inside the house moment. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing that would have made it better but more cliched if, is if they did the, um, the push-pull camera effect yes. where you zoom in. Out as but you're moving she's forward. Not, she's not as shocked as she should be about this. And she's like, oh, that's okay. <laughs> she goes, She goes. do you want me to give you his home number? And she goes, no, I'm calling from that. Right? And she goes, oh, well, sorry. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> oh, weird. Right? Don't need to be a bitch. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but here's the thing is, why would you quit your job one before having another job. I mean, you got one pretty easily. I know, yeah. <laughs> it was not hard. Because, you know, yeah, you're right. Just white men in, in the 80s. It's just like, hey, welcome to our business. Looking for a job? <laughs> yeah, you're white, right? Yeah, welcome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you right. guys do here? Ah, we don't really know. What, but but logis- logistically speaking, you're just like, why would you quit your job before, one, having another job? Two, like... That's that's the thing that they didn't establish is like they didn't show him with like even a duffel bag like full of cash or something. No, he just got fucking stacks somewhere. He got bones, right? But why would you quit your job when you know that your wife could call there? Yeah, it's a bit weird, but he probably wasn't thinking she would because she trusts him. She showed the other night that she trusts him more than her their their daughter. Yeah, but then he ruined that trust, so <laughs> he's yeah. back. He's back to square one. Either way, it's just like why would you? Why would you quit the job before, like, killing them off? Even yeah, like you should you should kill them and then go and be like bye and then leave. Yeah, that's a bit more suspicious though. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, but and, still, like, keep both jobs or something. Yeah. I don't know something. But either way, so he comes back home. Yes, and um, 
she starts questioning him a little bit, right? Well, she's like, I, I called your work, and they said that you haven't been there. And he's just like, ah, stupid bitch. <laughs> yeah, <basically. laughs> he's like, she doesn't know shit. <laughs> what was her name? I'm going to fucking kill her and her family. Right. Psychi- yeah, basically saying, not psych- uh, psychiatrist, I mean, the secretary, uh, he's like, God, that new girl, she's just fucking retarded. <laughs> she doesn't know shit. Yeah. And the wife's like, oh, I used a hard R. Sorry. <laughs> um, uh, shout out. Yeah, so, uh, but that's what he is. He's like, he's he's like, she's so stupid. Yeah, like, and the wife's God. kind of like, mm, oh, yeah. yeah. yeah and then she's so. kind of like, um, no, yeah, you're right, you're right. Right? And, meanwhile, and he, goes, he goes, how hard is it? And he says his new name, right? He goes, um, uh, Jerry Dandridge, just say that, you know, like yeah. he's like Jerry Dandridge. How hard is it? And right? she goes, she goes, what'd you say? Um, and he goes, um, and I love like, what? hold on, hold on, yeah. I love this moment. Meanwhile, while this is all taking place, mind you, Stephanie is getting ready to take a shower, which we will touch on in a moment. Stephanie is not home yet. Yeah, she's in the shower before all this happens. Nope. Nope. This plays out, and and um, he's playing with the dog. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yep. Yep. Go yes. on. Go on. Yes. Um. But he says, and I I just love this line. He says, "Oh." He says the tagline, "Who am I here?" Or he's like, "Who am I right now?" And she's like, "What?" And then I feel like I have my timeline confused. So then he straight up. Just punches her in the face with the phone. Yes, and that's that's what I'm talking about, what I was talking about earlier. So I was right. That was next. That's what I'm talking about in terms of this movie not having a lot to lead you on the entire time because this moment is fucking insane. Because he's straight up just like, oh, who am I right now? Whack! Just like you are not expecting him to just clock her with that phone. Yeah, he's like, who am I right now? Oh, it's right, a killer. Boom. Yeah, and yeah. He, like starts like fucking her shit up. Mm-hmm. And she tumbles down the basement stairs. Yes, that's right. Mm-hmm. And he leaves her down there, um, presumably for reasons that I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> like, like he doesn't do her in. He doesn't go down to the basement and, and do her in. Yes. Nor does he like go and grab any other murder weapon other than spilling knives out on the counter, grabs a knife, and then is like, here, boy, come here. Yeah, and you're like, no, not the dog. Right? And he's like, and um, that's when Stephanie comes home. Yes. Right? The dog runs from him. That's right. The dog doesn't die. It runs from him because Stephanie comes home. Right? And she calls out for her mom, doesn't hear her, sees the dog, goes upstairs. And here we go. All right. Remember that thing we said, mentally park in 16, your mind? 16, guys. 16. 16? 16, guys. 16? All right. Well, um, what you were doing is over, and you need to go get your car from the garage. Pull that shit forward. 16. <laughs> the only female nudity scene in this film 16. is a full frontal nude scene for our 16-year-old character getting 16. in the shower. Yeah. It is weird. Why? Does it exist? I don't know. It is I know not... exactly why it does. Why? I, I'm not. I'm. I mean, I'm speculating, but I know exactly why it does. The studio saw this film. It was and labeled was as a slasher, <laughs> and said, "Well, where's the nudity?" Oh, I mean, you're right. Because that's what they were looking for. Yeah. And they probably had to pepper this in. 
Yeah, this was a poor choice. <laughs> it is weird. And it is not like, oh, she's showering. It's straight up semi-erotic in the shower. So the actress, Jill uh, Sholin, right, was 23 at the time. Right? Yes. So it's the only saving grace of you even watching the film and not being 100% creeped out of what you're watching. Yeah. Right? But at the same time, it's still supposed to be a 16-year-old character. Yeah, and it's highly problematic. It's it, very creepy. Yeah. Jonathan and I last week were talking about The Crush with Alicia Silverstone. Which, oh, I thought you meant like when the lockers got crushed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which had a similar thing happen in It, where they wanted nude scenes. Alicia Silverstone wasn't in It. You fucking suck. <laughs> um she can we go for three <laughs> I was like i was trying not to set you up for another one um where they demanded a nude scene from her in that film but i believe she was actually underage at the time and the director was like can't do that and they're right. like make it happen so these the body double but it's it's pretty gross yeah no it's it makes you feel uncomfortable because they very much harped on the fact that she's 16 especially because the last time you saw her they even said, she's she's 16. It's okay for her to make out with a boy. Yeah, they really want to drive home how young she is. Right. And she even looks young. For 23, she, she looks, looks very young. I had to look up how old she She's portraying how like, she's young, yeah. right? I did, too. As this was coming on, I was like, hold the phone! <laughs> Why am I watching this? Uh, right? Because that's the thing is usually, and uh, you know what? It's such a weird thing because, like, let's look back at horror, especially 80s slashers, right? And the majority of the people that we see are, I guess, high schoolers and stuff, right? Like, yeah. Um, let's let's think about. Uh, no, I mean they are. Let's think. Let's think for one second, right? I'm about to ruin something for everybody, right? Halloween, 1978. They're college. They're high school students. They're high school students. See anything you like? You should be like, nope. <laughs> However, we can suspend our disbelief slightly because they are seniors. <laughs> that was the creepiest thing you could have said. I know. <laughs> I'm alluding to the fact that... Uh, yibbity, yibbity, yibbity. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm alluding to the fact that those films... Could be 18, you Do mean? not overtly say that these are, they don't. like, You're children. Right. You're right. But but I do want to... I do want to... I'm not defending this. No, no, I'm saying, I yeah, it is still fucking out, creepy. I of how many times we have overlooked it because the film just like you just said, is not driving it home that these people are teens. Let's go for the let's go for the gold here. Sleepaway camp. There's a character in that movie who's straight up supposed to be twelve years old and has like a dick. Huge dick. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Full trans movie. Uh, <laughs> uh, but no, there's a character in that movie that's supposed to be like thirteen years old and all they do is talk about how much she fucks. Yeah. And that's weird. Yep. Yeah, so this is weird. Yeah. Um. Meanwhile, she's having her erotic underage shower, and um, her mom is getting her, like, shit kicked in. Like, she's about to die. She is? Yeah, she's... She, her Jerry was like... He went downstairs? They were tu They tussle oh, a bit. I missed that. He comes upstairs... So what stops him from just killing her? Because that's what I missed. Because he hears... He, he hears uh, Stephanie start coming out of the shower. Okay. He hears her he hears her turn the water off and he goes up the stairs and I believe her mom calls for her. Mm. Or no, he just starts being like, Let me in and just starts like Well yeah, he, he's at the bottom of the stairs. Yeah. And it's straight up like with a knife in his hands. And well, no, he like, starts bashing the door in. 
Well, well, he bashed the door in because she locks herself in there. So he's at the end of the hallway. Yes. And it's just like, uh, it's go time. Yeah, he's like, yeah. all right, kill time. Kill, kill, right? kill, kill. Yeah. And, uh, and then she locks herself in the bathroom. He is just pounding this door. Yeah. Breaking the glass mirror that's on the other side that's, like, I guess, embedded in the door. Yeah, that was wild. Yeah. And then Stephanie takes a glass mirror shard. Uh, and stabs him in the in the arm as he like bursts through the door. Rad. He straight up bursts through like he's like Jason Part Two. I was thinking like Freddy, like oh yeah, through the mirrors, through the mirrors. Yeah, that's that's Nightmare Three. Yeah, the yeah. good one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, no, yeah, busts through it. Right? She kind of gets away from him, goes up through an attic hatch. Yes, into the attic. He follows her up there. She, like, straight up takes a sled, a metal sled, you know, like fucking Rosebud, right? He, like, pops his head up into the attic hatch, and the sled just comes flying from off camera, just straight at his A hundred miles per hour. And I was, I was, I wished it would have hit him. Yeah. Like, that would have been great. It was, it's so funny, He's just like, oh, goddamn! (laughs) It's coming at him hard. (laughs) And also, it's hard to throw that. Yeah. (laughs) And, um, and then he comes up. And uh, it's so it's such an interesting thing because he's like, "Hey, hey, girl, hey, hey, Steph, <laughs> hey, girl, uh, <laughs> uh, I, uh, I, I, you know, Daddy was just playing. <laughs> I was just playing. I wasn't gonna hurt you, right? And then just in the same sentence, it's just like, I wasn't gonna hurt you, Steph. Get out of here right fucking now! <laughs> yeah, it's very um, it's very Jack from uh, from The Shining. Yes, it's like I wasn't gonna hurt you. Yeah. You didn't let me finish, right? <laughs> so. I don't remember. Oh, that's right. He does like kind of find her, and then like w- doesn't watch his step and, and he falls up through <laughs> the roof. Falls through the roof. Which like I have to like admit, it's Christmas vacation never is not a funny thing. Yeah, <laughs> no matter but, how tense a scene is, if someone falls through the roof of a building, yes. it's hilarious. Now he's back in the bathroom. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and um, and then Stephanie climbs down out of the hatch and tries to get like uh, she kind of has this moment. Of uh, of trying to decide, like, do I check on him? Yeah. Or do I leave the house? Do I double tap or do I get out? Exactly, right? She decides to get out, but not before he, like, grabs her. Yes. Um, and they start tussling at the top of the stairs. Meanwhile, Susan, shit, we forgot a whole part. Jim. Oh, <laughs> That guy comes in and he dies it doesn't matter, so fucking right? quick. Because, okay, yeah, that's the thing is, like, he basically finds out that, yes, indeed, Jerry is the realtor uh, that's been selling homes. And, like I said, his character is so fucking lame. It doesn't matter. He comes in and he dies so quick. Yes. Actually, that's how that's what saves Susan from dying in the basement. Yes, he comes in. There it was. Yes, Jim comes in. Um, he wind up, meanwhile, like, maybe you should arm yourself, like, not just have the gun on you, but, like, actually armed if you're gonna be an E into a serial killer's house. <laughs> like, I'm here to rob this house. Oh, fuck, what's going on here? <laughs> just comes in, and then Jerry is at the door, and he's like, Jim! Ah, Jim from Scarsdale! Yeah, How that's, you doing? that shit's hella funny. Right? Because he recognizes him, right? Yeah. And he's pre- pretending to be that person, you know, the husband that he knows. Yeah. Right? And he's just like, 
Oh, well, you're dead. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it just kills him. him. Takes the knife and stabs him through the gut. There you go, he's Jim, dead. And, and, and so, but the reason why that was important is that Jim drops the gun, and now that gun is loose on the floor. Yes. Right? So now, Susan, out of nowhere, is at the bottom of the steps while Jerry and Stephanie are tussling at the top. Susan grabs the gun, and she fires, and it hits Jerry in the shoulder. Yes. Now Jerry's like falls down the steps halfway down and then proceeds to like climb back up, but not before Susan gets off two more shots, one at a picture frame. Yeah, and the other at the wall. <laughs> and then one more in his leg. Oh, that's right, in the leg, yes. Right? So now Jerry is like trying to reach for the knife that's at the very top step. And for some reason, Susan has to be like, Stephanie, the knife! <laughs> <laughs> and Stephanie gets the knife first, jabs it into his chest, he falls down the steps... Busts the banister. Yeah. Dead. Yeah. Or is he? Yep. <laughs> no, the mo- I'm not saying that like the movie alludes to that. No, he's straight up fucking dead. Yeah. And the movie's done. Yeah, pretty much. There's, I mean, there's one more scene where basically Jerry, this whole time in the basement, was making a birdhouse. Yeah. Right? And he, like, in another moment that was supposed to establish how, like, the family was coming together, he... Put he built the birdhouse up in the backyard. So Stephanie in this right. moment cuts takes it down a with a sawzall, sawzall, <laughs> yeah, sawzall, oh, saw, <laughs> and uh, and cuts it down, which is pretty funny, right? Because now those poor birds lost their house. Fuck the birds. End end of movie. End of movie. Uh, weird. Yeah. Um, he's not, not dead bad. though. Not a bad movie. No, he's not dead because for the next two years on Father's Day, will we be we will be revisiting this series. Yeah, yeah. So like here, here, here's a here's a little rundown of what you have to look forward to next Father's. Oh my Day. God! I just read the synopsis. Excuse me. Yep. After escaping the insane asylum in which he was incarcerated, the stepfather impersonates a marriage counselor and manages to win over a patient and her young son. Also, why does it say the stepfather? Why doesn't it just say Jerry? We know who he is. Well, because like they just uh uh basically that's a pseudonym for like all his identities. That's weird. I like it. <laughs> Because they're, I don't know if they're like referring that he's still Jerry Blake in the insane asylum, but the character is then credited with like a couple different things. Yeah, and then Stepfather Three, here the we... Steppening. <laughs> <laughs> this time he steps too far. <laughs> oh no! No. <laughs> Uh, Stepfather three on the move. Oh, it's a not. It's a TV move. Did it ever? Ha- it didn't happen. What do you mean it didn't happen? There's. Look at this. Yeah, it happened. Where the fuck is the cast list? Oh no, I'm in the summary. Oh, I was like, what the fuck? Okay, that psycho stepfather has escaped from the insane asylum and has his face surgically altered. Now he's married again. This time to a woman with a child in a wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> he goes on a killing spree once again. Coming to your TV, 1992, Mac and Me Too. <laughs> Where's Mac to save you now? <laughs> oh, you know, I misspoke. We have three years of doing this because in... Because you want to do the remake? In 2009, no. a terrible remake came out. <laughs> Can you bring that up? I want to see who's in it. Yeah, it's um, it's Dylan Walsh from, um, from uh, Nip Tuck. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and um, and uh, Johnny Depp's 
uh, abusive ex-wife. Amber Heard? Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Too bad she couldn't beat the stepdad. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, uh, damn. What? Fuck. The stepfather. <laughs> Step... The stepfather to the streets. Step step up to the street. Stepfather stepfather four. Step in time. <laughs> he goes back in time to become Stephanie's biological father. <laughs> step in time. Uh, so, what would you give it? Would you? What would you give it? I, I'm. I think I know what you're going to say. I'm going to give it a Jaws 3. A 3? Yeah. I thought you were going to say 2. Really? It's well I, shot. I, I, There's I nothing te- really wrong with I it. I teetered on it. I only, I'm only i only giving it a 3 because uh-huh. I gave um, Prom Night 2 a 3 okay. for the same exact reason. There's cool stuff in this, and this mm-hmm. movie is well made, but for a horror movie, especially a slasher, it's pretty boring. Sure. Th- I mean, there's not much that happens till yeah, the end. Yeah, and that's, that's my whole thing. I don't like movies that save it all till the end. Sure. What'd okay. You, what'd you think? Uh, Jaws two. Okay. Yeah, I mean it's it's one of those things where like Jaws two it, for me always stands as like it's well shot. There's nothing really wrong with it, but in in sense of Jaws two, it's just it's really just a rehash. I give it the with more with more horror. The Jaws two making of featurette, <laughs> so kind yeah, of in between wait. two and three. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know there was one. I don't think there is. I yeah. don't know. Sure. <laughs> but you know what I mean. Yes. Like it's it's definitely it's in between the two for me. Would you recommend it? Yes. Yes. Because it's it's fun. It's it's well made. That's my whole okay. thing. It's like it it is it is well made and uh I just it's fucked up. <laughs> I love when he hits her with the phone. <laughs> for some <laughs> reason that makes me laugh. Like I, I had to go back and watch it because it's just like Okay. The the whole like the the timing of it just being like Where who am I here? Oh yeah. Whack. I was just like, all right, cool. Yeah. It showed how brutal he was, and I, I the movie, yeah, sure. I, would, I would recommend watching it. Okay, I, I still want the prequel, <laughs> the back in time one. Yeah, well, okay, yeah, sure that too. <laughs> what, what prequel? Well, meaning where I see what he did to that other family. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, we get to the point as we always do, where we clearly had an opinion about this. But I need to hear from one person in particular. And I ask you, Tyler, what did Carly think? Uh she liked it. Okay. Uh same same on board with me. Um it just was a little boring. Uh for her as well. Her and her sister both were just kinda like, uh yeah, it was actually they kept saying, like, why are you guys doing this? This is a good movie. <laughs> like it's just it's well made and well. It's the cons- second time that she said that yeah. in, a, in a month. What was the other good the one? The running man. Oh yeah, yeah. Running Man was fun. Um, no, she yeah they she enjoyed it. Um, she was very distraught at the thought that the dog might die. Oh, <laughs> I, mean, I kind of was too. Honestly. Yeah, I was like, please don't kill the dog. Yeah, come on. Um, I I I kind of would have liked it if it happened just to to show how, how far he, he could go. Yeah, yeah. Um, I will have to say that this is one of those ones where. It isn't worthy of a, of our new staff picks. No. But it's not, also not that bad to do. But we got some good material out of it. This yeah. This was fine. Yeah, that's fun. Right? I mean, if you're still listening, you enjoyed it. Yeah. <laughs> or you didn't. Right? <laughs> but there's some people that actually really enjoyed it. Yes. And those people, we ask, give me five. These are five or ten to star reviews. They are 
pulled from Amazon or IMDb from Tyler. I have never seen these before, and that's kind of part of the fun. These people usually love this film and usually have some sort of speech impediment. So <laughs> let's see what we got this week. Our first one is written by Mr. Wood. <laughs> W-H-U-D. Wood. Um, written October 31st, 2003. Like, <laughs> basically, I guess, was looking for a slasher movie that night. Yeah, on Halloween. And was just like, I'm not disappointed. Okay. Titled, One of the Best. After reading the plot outline, some of you might roll your eyes and mutter, Oh, great. A formulatic, plotless, cardboard character derivative flapdoodle. Because that's what I always say. (laughs) Damn, that's what I said when this was over. (laughs) Not so. The plot, which gives life and depth to the characters, is so ingeniously written that most viewers will probably not be able to anticipate what's coming next. Mm -hmm. It's... uh... Mm. Breathtaking, suspense, occasional pitch black humor, a creepy, creepy villain, superb acting, and a roller coaster coaster pace. Like, what roller coaster do you ride, sir? Gadgets go coaster. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And a roller coaster pace all add up to make one heck of a ride. Terry O'Quinn's character is probably the creepiest maniac to ever grace the screen since Anthony Perkins in Psycho. Not sure about that one, buddy. If you have seen, if you have even the slightest interest in horror films, I strongly urge you to rent this film. Not buy, just rent. Yeah, don't buy it. Ten stars. Yeah, I just really like the how uh, fucking pompous and like holier than thou he was right in the beginning. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, some formulaic, plotless, cardboard character derivative flapdoodle. <laughs> flapdoodle. Also, um, did I say flapdoodle? God, I can't take it back. Pitch black humor. Where? I mean, it's so dark that you can't see it. (laughs) (laughs) And our next one's written by Valdez V. Fisher, November of 2015, titled, Terry O'Quinn Gave a Stunning Performance. Fair. I am Valdez, author of I Ain't Biting My Tongue. Terry O'Quinn get what? (laughs) (laughs) Terry O'Quinn gave a masterful performance as the psychotic stepfather marrying into fatherless existing families and wreaking havoc. The soundtrack, however, is just as magical as the film. Although never officially released, the score has a romantic, soothing underlay inspired, inspiring fond imaginations of the perfect family and the perfect life. This movie is mystifying from start to finish. You sit upon the edge of your chair, waiting for the phrase, action, look, or event that makes this otherwise flawless father, husband, and provider shift into executioner mode. I loved it. I am Valdez, (laughs) author of I Ain't Biting My Tongue. Buy my book. (laughs) In which I do not bite my tongue and give scathing reviews to nothing. I googled I Ain't Biting My Tongue and I can't find anything. Did you look up uh, Valdez? I Ain't Biting My Tongue. I Am Valdez. Buy my book. I am Valdez. Please, my book has sold three copies. Thank you to Bombs Away for giving me the most exposure I've had in (laughs) ten years. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Damn. It doesn't doesn't exist. I don't know. Did you type it, like, biting? Yeah, I did. Yeah? Yeah. Nothing? 
Oh, here it is. What? I ain't biting my tongue. Please go Valdez on. Valdez V. Fisher Jr. Go on. <clears throat> I Ain't Biting My Tongue, one of the most unconventional books of this genre, has also gained the attention of the Examiner newspaper and the city paper. While the book is pregnant with... <laughs> what city paper? No, 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 no. Stop, 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 stop. <laughs> While the book is pregnant with truth and, truth and vital points, it manages to remain absolutely hilarious all throughout. Fisher delves deep into his personal fulfillment... Or wait, what? His personal life and begins... His prescriptions for greater levels of personal fulfillment with an open invitation through the time capsule of his existence. He truly did not bite his tongue. What? He wrote this. I think he wrote this. Wait. Oh, I was like, it got a write-up in Hustler? It got a write-up in a magazine called The Hustler. (laughs) (laughs) That's where they shit on the floor. Starring Johnny (laughs) Starring Johnny. Yeah. Um, Weird. Anyway, thanks, Valdez V. What Fisher. Is it a, it's just about his life? It's a bunch of poetry. Ah, <laughs> Yeah, that's what it says. <laughs> I love the stepfather. <laughs> Let me count the ways I love the stepfather. <laughs> One, underage nudity. <laughs> Two. <laughs> Basically that scene again. <laughs> Three, the dog. <laughs> I am glad he did not die. <laughs> uh, uh, yep. So that's the stepfather. Ladies and gentlemen, if you enjoyed this episode, make sure that you like, review, subscribe uh, on iTunes. Give us a review. It helps uh, people to be able to figure out what the show is by taking and reading your reviews and uh, giving it a shot. Some people won't take a, uh, a shot on something unless they see a review. So go ahead and uh, throw one out there if you haven't, or uh, even if you have, throw another one out there and uh, stack stack the deck a bit. Yeah. Yeah. So also be sure to join us for 7 p.m. on June 29th here at the Frida Cinema while we, while, while we do Nightmare on Elm Street 2. Next week we'll also be doing a Nightmare on Elm Street as a staff pick. We'll be making fun of a good movie uh, with our production manager, Mr. Peyton Bieber. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. And then uh, next week, Class of Nukem High Part 2, Subhumanoid Meltdown. Coming back for you, Nukem High. And uh, that will take care of the entire month of June for our end of school year theming. Hell yeah. And we will move directly into our 4th of July theming for July, which will be nonstop. Like, we have eight episodes in July. Fuck. (laughs) Right? Uh, I think I'm just going to say it. Like, yeah, still listen to the shorties, but. Guys, we're finally taking on the entirety of the Jaws scale. That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. That's why we have so many. Yes. Um, Jaws is a staff pick. Uh-huh. So is Jaws 2. Jaws 2 as well. Mm-hmm. Jaws 3. Is a normal episode. Yes. Jaws 4. Is also a normal episode. And ladies and gentlemen, buckle up your seatbelts. <laughs> we're doing Cruel Jaws. Cruel Jaws. Italian Jaws ripoff. I hope you're ready. Because I'm not. I'm not either because I can't find you right now. <laughs> I'm promising people something that is going to be hard as hell. But also, I believe that if I find it, will not be taken off of our YouTube. Ooh. Yeah, so like we might be able to redistribute it into the world, at least for a little bit, right? And I'm telling you, if I'm able to get it onto like Facebook or something, when you guys see it up, hit that download button. Yes, save it. <laughs> save it. Because I promise you from the trailer alone – it looks insane. Like, 
I the the things that I know about it is hardcore ripoff of Spielberg's film. Um, actually has John Williams' Star Wars score in it. Star Wars? <laughs> yes. <laughs> like they were like John Williams. Ah, I got something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just saw John Williams. I figured it was Jaws. I, I figured they all sound the same. <laughs> oh no, it's Jaws. <laughs> 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 Uh, oh no, it's Jaws. Schindler's List. <laughs> E.T. And you start crying. <laughs> yes, join us for July. It's going to be an insane month. Um, as always, we will have a live show during that, but we're not telling you what that is yet because you nope. have to come in two weeks and you'll know. That's right. Only the people at the live show get the first announcements of those. Yeah, you That's how it works. Exclusivity. <clears throat> Yeah. 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 <laughs> anyway, uh, make sure you rate, review, and subscribe. Like we said, follow us on all the social media. And where can you follow? get all the links in one place now, Tyler? <clears throat> Linktr.ee slash bombsawayshow. Hell yeah. And there at Linktree, you can find links to our merchandise, links to the live show tickets, links to any single place that you could possibly find our show, like on its main platforms, Apple, Google, Spotify, you can find links to the YouTube when I put it up. And <laughs> <laughs> forgot about that one. Uh, no, but uh, all that will be up. Uh, if you're hearing this, it's already up. It's, it's good Hell to go. Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, but all that, uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. And if you're like, well, I've, I've already seen most of that, you know, and I, I just need your Facebook. So Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, you can just follow us at Bombs Away Show. Make sure you do that. We're posting constantly. We're posting clips of the movies that we're talking about on here. We've got, we've got clips on our Insta stories, and it's a lot of fun over there. Uh, uh, Tyler likes to post random shit about <laughs> Captain America's ass. It's great. Or it's, Chewbacca's dick. Yeah. And it's a lot of fun. So if you are not following our Instagram, you are missing out. So go ahead, get in on get on your Instagram app, click at Bombs Away Show, and follow hit us. follow. Okay? So that just about does it for me. I'm Jonathan. And I'm Tyler. And who am I here? been a production of Big Bulb Entertainment, executive produced by Jonathan Young. For more media and information, visit us at www.bigbulbentertainment.com. Big Bulb, what's your bright idea? Shh.